0: Cast and um, yesterday, Florida Florida State played in the game to determine who was going to be bowl eligible, and uh, they, it was two five and six teams going out there having a having a football game that was ugly at times, uh, frustrating in other times on either side of the fan base. Uh, it was a it was a car wreck in several different ways. Florida wins 24-21. They're headed to a bowl, probably Birmingham. FSU wins five of eight, but they're going to end up being five and seven. Um, they're going to not make a bowl from what I gather. There are no five-win teams that are out there that are, that are eligible for bowls this year after the way a couple of things shook down yesterday. LSU winning and a, and a few other schools winning to become bowl eligible. So with that being said, Florida State heads into an off season. The first, this'll be, you know, this is big off season for this uh coaching staff. No more, you yeah, know, no more restrictions, no more of this, no more of that. They can go out there, they can go out there, hit the ground running, running recruiting. You got early signing period coming up in three weeks. You've got, you know, you got New Year's Day stuff, you got your traditional signing, then there's plenty of time gonna go out there and get recruiting done. So fish eight and thirteen in two seasons for Mike Norvell. How are you gonna fix this? What does FSU need to do right away? What can they do to get this team to let's say the let's see the, let's say nine and three. How can they get this team to nine and three next year? What do they need to do?
1: Number one thing is they gotta realize and and I know the um you know, recruiting outlets and the fan base websites have been pumping up the kid. And, you know, I, I have a ton of respect for Jordan Travis, but Jordan Travis needs to be replaced as a quarterback of Florida state. They are not winning anything worthwhile. As long as he's a, a quarterback at Florida state, they are what they are. He's very limited. Um, I know he's got a lot of heart and he, he won the Miami game, but If you put a competent quarterback back there yesterday, they win that game. And they're going to have to go into the transfer portal and find somebody this time that's not damaged goods. And there should be a lot of options there. But it's already been shown. Like you look at what, you know, Notre Dame did. They went out and got a kid from Wisconsin that was basically a castaway. And the guys put together a very, very good season. Florida State needs a quarterback. They need to upgrade the running back room. They need a number one receiver. They need a tight end and they need a left tackle and they need tackles because the guys that are playing tackle for them are really guards. And I think if they do that, uh, they also have to, they're going to have to replace uh, Keir Thomas and and number 11, Jermaine Johnson, which are not going to be easy. I mean, anybody that thinks that they're going to just replace those guys are crazy. Um, Those guys are not just going to be able to replace. So it'll get interesting to see what happens. Um, Those, but the number one thing, they've got to find somebody at the quarterback position. If they don't do that, there's nothing else really to talk about. They really, really need to find somebody there.
0: And, you know, and the one thing is,
1: I think that this staff,
0: that that staff, Mike Norvell and that staff, they've gotten a lot of a free pass because of things and a lot of things were, you know, not under their control. Obviously they couldn't, yeah, they couldn't deal with a global pandemic, but you know, for me, at least that free, that free ride is over. Like right now you got no excuse. You have an off season, you have an opportunity to get players. You have to go out and get players. Quarterback. They recruited two quarterbacks to this, to the FSU program. And between the two of them, they've netted what, uh, I mean, I consider Tate Rodemaker a practice arm. Like he's not a, You know, like he's not a, um, you know, he's not a quarterback that can play at at this level. I mean, just to be very honest with you, he's a guy that can go through practices. Um, They have not recruited a running back yet that I know of. I know they've got a kid named Rodney Hill that's kind of athlete slash running back in this class. They've got some athlete slash running backs in other places, but they need a real thoroughbred. And it's like, you want to know how good this offense could possibly be? Put a thoroughbred in the backfield. You know, put a guy that can give you 20, 25 carries that can make plays in the passing game, that can make plays that run, It can bust off running, that can move the chains consistently. And you said an outside wide receiver. Malik McLean, I think, has some promise. That was a kid that they brought in. Um, I don't think you can find outside wide receivers that are worth anything on a transfer pool. I think Andrew Partridge proved that. Like he was terrible. I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I'm not gonna even try to sugarcoat it. He was awful. Yeah. The way he let guys just bully him on the outside on one-on-one matchups is a joke. Like Jason Marshall is 18 years old and he just monstered him on an interception. Like he literally just pushed him out of the play and grabbed the pick. And it wasn't pass interference. It wasn't it. It was that Andrew Parchment is is softer. Than a newborn baby taking a nap, Because, yeah. you know that's what it is. He just is a weak, soft kid,
1: and they don't,
0: and they need real guys to be. In, and you can't find those guys in the portal. But those guys are good, and they go to the league.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, if you're any good, you're going to leave. I mean, listen, they were very. I don't believe the portal is a way to build your team. I think I you, agree. I, I think that any program, I think the guy at Texas State. Is going to get fired because he decided to take 25 kids out of the portal last year. This is like some fake or fool's gold that people are like, oh, you could fix this problem in the portal. Let's just go to hit the portal. Listen, most of those kids, I went into that thing. I looked at a lot of the players. Most of them are there because they can't play at the school they play at. So you're getting them. And, you know, Parchment probably could have gone to from Kansas to maybe, USF or UCF and done all right Uh, but that was the step up he needed to make I mean those programs are better than Kansas and he was productive at Kansas but he was productive at Kansas early on because that's all they had and I mean somebody had to produce and he did at a a decent level and he got to Florida State and you found out real quickly he wasn't very good and for them to improve they can't just take guys I, I said this the other day they they offered a kid out of Oregon uh, that they're recruiting. And is that kid really better than what they have on their roster? And if you're not going to improve the rock, they don't need bad players competing with each other on their roster. What they need is guys that are better than the kids that are already there. And then one, if one, maybe one of those guys, we don't know if it's Jordan Young, Malik McLean, whether it's um, the wide receiver, Ja'Kai Douglas, Maybe one of these guys, because somebody's better than them, they start to compete because they have to fight for their job. Maybe that's how you get these guys to get, perform at a higher level. But to bring somebody in of equal value or less, and think that that's how you're going to win, is just not realistic. That you're not in. Imp- I don't care how good of coaches these guys are, they are not going to take chicken salad or chicken poop and turn it into chicken salad. It ain't happening. And I think the fans think, especially the Florida state fans, you read these boards is a lot of them think that uh, this coaching staff is a bunch of miracle workers and they're going to take bad players and make them good. And that's unrealistic. One that's the, at Florida state, you should never have that mentality. You go out and get the very best and compete and ha- get competition that breeds competition and breeds Guys to become better. That's how you get better is you put elite guys out there, you bring in top recruits that are maybe as good or better, and they compete and they make that team better. You're not gonna bring the floor, you're not gonna bring the ceiling down in that recruiting room and go, Oh, well, these coaches are great developers of talent. That's all bullshit. You know it, I know it. And that's not how they're gonna become successful. This coaching staff, they got to go out and get dudes at this point, they got to improve. That room, that recruiting room, they got to re- improve that roster. I went back over and looked at that roster today. It's not very good. And it, people have to stop kidding themselves. You saw it yesterday, Corey, when they stepped on that field, Florida looked bigger. They looked better. I Forget records. If you were not a fan of either team and you just looked at those teams, you would have looked at Florida and said, that's a better team, just based off the way they look. That's just it, that's reality, and Florida State saw what they need to get to, to compete in the SC or the ACC. They looked across that field yesterday and realized we got to get a lot bigger, we got to get a lot stronger, we got to get a lot faster, and we got to just get better. We got to get better players, or we're not going to compete. They're not well, going to. Well, come- you hope
0: you hope that's what they saw. You know, I don't. I, I mean, how many like how many like, you know, talking about this kid that you are trying to this, this transfer. I don't even know his name, but. How many how many five foot ten receivers do you need on a team? How many under six foot receivers do you need? No, I mean you got Jordan Young, you got you got the kid from Pensacola. I can't think of his name. You got Portier. You got young guys that can fill in. Ja'Kai Douglas showed me showed me that he made some tries this year. He made some big plays. You got guys that can fill these roles. I don't want any more. Time. Give me somebody six foot two and above that wants to fight for a football on the outside. And not you know not get shoved around by a Jacksonville State in, Louis- in Louisville like you know Andrew Parchment did you know give me somebody real that wants to battle for some of these high balls. And yeah. you know you talk about the quarterback position, here's what I'm gonna say. I like Jordan Travis. you like Jordan he's fine, but he's the guy that can get you from three wins to six or seven wins. Do you want to get better than that? You got to get a better player the position. One of the things Jimbo Fisher did, you know his when he when he was an OC at Florida State, his first year, 2007, he dealt with the Drew Weatherford thing and the Xavier Lee thing, and you know and all that. And he decided at the end of that year that those guys aren't going to work for me. Like I gotta get I gotta be get something better than them. And he decided that offseason that Christian Ponder and I think another kid, I think Devontre Richardson was his name, were going to be his two guys at quarterback and they were going to be battled out, and, you know, Ponder was eventually his guy, but he made that decision, and someone's got to be. Someone's got to be realistic enough on that staff between Mike Norvell and Kenny Dillingham to say, listen, we like this kid. This kid's worked hard. He's bailed us out. He's probably probably won, got given us six more wins than we would have gotten otherwise, but we can't get to where we, anywhere close to where we need to get with him. We've got to go out and find somebody better. AJ Duffy's coming in. He's a he's a freshman. I think it's highly unrealistic to expect him as a true freshman to really do anything this upcoming year other than, you know, work his way, learn the offense, try to, you know, try to try to develop. They've got to go out there and get a transfer. They've got to i out to get a transfer that's going to compete for the starting job. And somebody that's healthy. You know, unfortunately, Mackenzie Milton, who you and I both thought they should have taken, we didn't realize, you know, but, you know, his health just didn't come around. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it didn't come around. But the fact of the matter is that he can't play anymore. I mean, it's just he can't. He cannot play football anymore. So, you know, let's see somebody else. I know Dylan Gabriel went on the portal yesterday. I think he's going to go to old Miss uh, and reunite with Jeff Levy, I don't think that's the route they need to go, but they have to keep, they got to find somebody, you know, they got to find somebody that they think could that, that can play next year, that can, they can look at and say that if all things are equal, this guy is a starter, this guy is a starter that can get us more wins than the other guy, Yeah, I, not to do that, and they nice. can't do that, yeah. it, it, we're looking at, so you're looking at six or seven wins, and that's just not where you want to be three years into a pro No,
1: nah, they've, they've got to, to – for them to get to eight wins, they need a better quarterback. They're just – they are not going to get to eight wins with the quarterback they have. He has a ceiling. You saw that ceiling this year. Um, you know, everyone could sit there and go, well, they won five and seven. Listen, this th- – they lost to uh, Jacksonville State. They could have easily lost to Syracuse and Miami. This is not. This is a program that either could go one way or the other. Yes, they're on the way up if you look at the way they finished the end of the season. But look, they played a team finally with a lot of talent in Florida. And outside the game being a three-point game, the talent level on the two rosters is night and day. I, I, if you look at those two rosters, you can't sit there and tell me that you wouldn't want to have um, the Gators roster walking into that program today. And, and-, and I think more ironically was that
0: Emory Jones came out, was terrible, just was giving the ball away. They had the ability to go to another quarterback, another talented player in the quarterback room, who settled things down. He was able to run the ball. He got their offense moving. They got 17 unanswered points. And that was what, in essence, you know, won them the game. Florida State, could, when Jordan Travis left the game for those three series, he had nothing. Nothing. But that's but that's McKenzie, that, you know, but the that's a problem.
1: Also. That's the problem is they have to rely on a guy yeah, they have, that is already not that good. Yeah, you're relying on him, and we're both he's a seven-win
0: guy at best. Like that's the ceiling with him, in my opinion. Yeah. And like he's the only he's basically the only thing keeping that team from being a one-win team to be a seven-win team. And that's scary as hell, because he's not a durable player. Like he's not like, he's a tough kid, but he's a kid that gets injured a lot, you know. He gets nicked up. You miss, he misses series. He's had the flu. He's had injuries. He's had a lot of things, you know. And, he, and and God bless him. He's tough. And he gets in there and he takes it and he wants to win. And he's hungry and he's a competitor. And I appreciate that. I want all of those skills in a better football player. Yeah. Oh, and then, I mean, you talk about the defensive side. I think they have to replace a lot more than four and eleven. I think I think zero is leaving Fabian Lovett. and I wouldn't be surprised if Robert Cooper left too. I think they might be replacing the entire front four.
1: Well, I mean, Cooper came out and basically said that um, he's going to um, leave this after this year. I mean, he he was like giving his goodbyes and everything. They listen that defense had a lot of talent on it this year compared to uh, prior years. They the coaches did a very good job, but. They have a lot of guys to, to you know, definitely um, improve. They're going to have to improve that roster next year. I mean, the, the guys they have are gone. I mean, number 11, Jermaine Johnson, Keir Thomas. Those are two you – know, you just don't replace your two best pass rushers. That's the University of Miami. They yeah. lost Rousseau and they lost Roche, and they had a decent pass rush this year, but it was nowhere near what it was in prior years. Now they have some young guys like Florida State does – but Patrick Payton and George Wilson, these guys are not. They don't look like the two guys that left. Well, they need to. Um, they need to get.
0: They need to land Marvin Jones Jr. They yeah. recruiter, because at least he can give you some snaps next year.
1: Yeah, I, I I've said over and over, um, as much as I like Travis Hunter and I think he's had an impact. I think um, the quarterback and this kid Marvin Jones Jr. are the two most important players in their in their recruiting class. I would agree.
0: I would agree. So. Also, before we go, one more thing. They spend way too much time on special teams and practice, from what we hear, to have guys that can't. 21 games in, they have nobody can catch a punt. 21 games in, they don't have anybody can execute an onside kick either, apparently. So, like, I mean, their special teams are awful. And this is, this is like a special teams guy. Like, he's no, hey, special teams, important, important. Yeah. But special teams is crap.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, they got to get better at me. Like, I don't – what are you working on for half of your practice all day if you don't have a guy that can catch a punt? <laughs> and, like, that, it wasn't just this week. It's been all season. They've let pumps drop and roll back another 20 yards. Like, they've got to get better at all of these things. All of these things. I don't, well, I mean. Go ahead.
1: Well, I just got a Twitter thing. Breaking news, Lincoln Riley's taking the a USC job um oh that, wow yeah it says jason kursney kursney kursy uh is breaking this it says uh f- from Br- uh, bruce feldman or whatever is as well It's
0: bruce feldman we know it's uh it's legit if it's bruce
1: yeah so that if that's true holy cow man did they they just flip the script on uh ed orgeron and he has a book called flip the script but wow man if that's true man LSU's
0: <laughs> Jimmy D. Smith, you got some explaining to do, pal. Yeah. Jimmy D. Smith, we want you back on this week. You better come back on and tell us what the heck happened. Um, well, hey, let's let's do this. Let's take a break. Let's come back with that. Hot news out the box. Lincoln Riley going to USC. We're going to talk about the LSU opening. We're going to talk about who else is open Now Oklahoma is open apparently. Washington, Virginia Tech. I'm gonna see what I'm trying to do some mixing and matching, but let's get back. One of your friends, Lincoln Riley, heading to Hollywood. We'll be right back before the fish cast.